0: Welcome to Cowboy Andy's Barn Banter, the podcast for children's musicians by a children's musician. This is the podcast where I talk to some of the friends in the industry about best practices in being a children's musician, some of the challenges that we face, the way that we overcome these obstacles, how to do it in a healthy way, how to do it in a fun and productive way, how to do it in an economically responsible way, hopefully, and move forward. Uh, doing the thing that we love for people who love what we do, which I guess is the end game. And today, I had this wonderful conversation with a really amazing uh, musician out of California. He's been doing this gig for, holy cow, I couldn't believe it when I found out, 18 years uh, professionally, this is all he does. And in, uh, in the course of his career, he's Uh, performed up to 300 times a year. Totally prolific as a songwriter. Seven albums out. Last one was sort of a best of, came out last year. I'll get to the credits of where he can be found and everything like that at the end of the podcast. But the topic of conversation today was specifically about wireless headsets. When you're a kid's performer, when you're out there and you're moving around and you want to shake and dance and sing and hop and skip and be all super excited and everything, you need the right gear and i've been curious about wireless setups for a long time haven't invested in them and thought geez you know what this might be a a great opportunity to learn something about this technology some of the best practices things like that and so i came upon uh, today's guest who uh, uses this technology extensively and we had a, a wonderful conversation about the technology about how to use it how to maybe go about finding the right rig for you and um, just some of the the important details when it comes to trying to find the right wireless headset gear that would best suit your needs. So, without any further ado, let's get this thing started. And, okay, so full disclosure here, you know, I'm kind of new to the podcast game. I'm still trying to figure out the technology. I live way up in the mountains. We have not-so-great phone reception. I tried a couple different ways to record this, and... My voice is a little fuzzy, but thankfully the guest's voice came through nice and clear. You may hear me jump in every once in a while during this podcast if I start to cut out and I need to to clarify something, but that's just how I do because I'm kind of dorky in that way. And I just want to make sure that the message gets across. So uh, let's get this thing rolling. I would love to introduce all of you to someone who, if you haven't met, totally check them out. This is a conversation about wireless gear with the fantastic Andy Z.
1: Hello Andy Z, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm just fine. And where are you where am I talking to you? Where are you today?
2: I am uh in my little my little studio in Redwood City, California, which is actually uh detached from my house here in Redwood City, California, San Francisco Bay Area Peninsula. Tell me how did you get into this gig and and where are you
1: at now in your career as a as a children's musician?
2: Well, uh, I started I actually started this uh boy about 2002. So 2002 uh I was a I was a tech uh, during the day, like computer tech, it guy. Uh, and I actually got that job because I was, uh, because I had a music degree, believe it or not, because I had a degree. And when I went in to get a entry level computer tech job, of course, I'd always been in bands and doing my own singer song or writer stuff and hard rock stuff and everything from jazz to progressive rock back in the, you know, uh, uh, back in the early '90s, back in the '80s, I mean, I was I was in the you know metal bands and everything. I mean, I, I've kind of run the run the gamut, you know, through the years. But uh, uh, that's where I started. Uh, I got laid off, like a lot of people did, around 2001, late 2002. It was called the dot-com crash. I uh, I did that, too. Yeah, I I rode that. Oh, you did that, too? Okay. Oh, yeah, I rode (laughs) it right into the ground. Rode that wave right (laughs) into the ground. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, right into the shore. So that's when I decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to try doing this music thing uh, full-time, you know, and and so I – wasn't intending on uh you know specializing in children's music and children's storytelling and all that kind of you know thing but uh it kind of found me as as things do when you're kind of supposed to be doing something you know if you leave your mind open to doing it um somebody asked me to fill in uh for a music person at a daycare in san francisco who was this person was really sick so i would take this uh take this guy's place for a couple of weeks and uh you know and at first i was like well what are you gonna what am i gonna play you know uh what twinkle twinkle little star you know i was so far removed from it but then uh as soon as i did it once and i played for the kids the kids were you know like right up to my face right by, by by the you know first couple of songs and um and I was really into it too because kids are awesome and they're very open and they're very uh, their energy is uh, is is pure and they, they tell you exactly mm-hmm. how they feel too. Um, that you know that's that's where it all started. I said, hey, wait a minute! I loved to write stories when I was a kid and make kids who are younger than me or, or my my classmate you know elementary school or whatever you know like to make them laugh and do things like that and I, I love to do character voices and things like that. I first of all started out as, as being like, say, preschool music teacher, you know, come in and do music sessions. And then it kind of became more... I guess they call it, they call it kid interactive now uh but it was like music and movement you know specializing in music and movement things like that but I also incorporated puppets because I I ended up creating a, a, my own kind of universe my own kind of imaginary world called Andy Land and then I released albums about that and and uh, it's all that stuff you know it's just started going really really well I started getting awards in the first 7 years or so when I when I first started doing this for a living, I was doing like almost like 300 shows a year. <laughs> it was just wow. It was it was a ridiculous clip that I played everywhere and anywhere. I started getting some royalty income from streaming radio and stuff like that. So that helped out a lot, but I was able to pack off. I'm still doing plenty of shows, but uh, not nearly, you know, that clip because I don't know. a solo musician, solo artist, <laughs> you can't do that forever. I've had the opportunity to do lots of really cool shows that we played at the Austin City Limits Festival, and also played at Strings Music Festival in Colorado, and been able to do quite a few really cool things. Um, and there's a lot of cool gigs around here. Most, that's why most of the time I'm still here, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I keep so busy here. Um, and but this year, which is also probably a good reason why you're uh, you know talking to me about wireless uh, you know gear and, and performance how it relates to performances and stuff i am once again in a pretty thick clip of shows and they all just kind of came to me this year and including one of uh uh, a show at the 4th of July that we're going to be doing at uh, this place called Shoreline Amphitheater, which is basically one of those national venues. You know, it's where the national acts come in and do all that stuff. So so we were like, whoa, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, so so uh, it's even more important that you have reliable equipment, right? <laughs> so that you oh, don't come across. totally. Yeah. You
1: because know. I, I think I started tuning into a bit around uh, the Camp Andyland. Like when you released that album, you were doing some PR stuff and some marketing to it. And that's what caught my attention, I think. Almost every video that you would share about a performance, you were always like knee deep in kids all around you, and you were out yeah. there, and you're like this. You've got this really high energy presence, and it's so it's really cool and, and contagious. You can see the kids are into it. And yeah. what I noticed yeah. is you're you're always wearing a headset.
2: It just it, it's always been that way. And the thing is, is that you know I like to be on stage too, but there is always you know, I, I like to mix it up. Basically. I like to be there interacting with the kids from the stage, but then, you know, basically the songs and my, uh, imaginary adventure through Andyland, you know, what I do, there is, uh, there is a real connection out there and the kids really have a blast when we're you know, running around out, you know, running around off stage to together, basically. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the connection uh, that that i have with kids and vice versa really comes through a lot better in in some of those uh uh you know amongst the crowds kind of kind of scenes you know and in this genre that's kind of the key and
1: you have you have this great history so you know like 18 years of this so to go back to the beginning i'm probably going to try and get a wireless rig from at least for me i have one for my guitar now it's an old used one and it's like it works well enough so I can walk around with my guitar, but then the second I have to start singing I have to get me you know, back on stage. And sure. when you when you started, you know, eighteen years ago and you got into this, like how many rigs have you gone through or have you found
2: the one that's been The old Reliable Didn't have much of a need for it at the very first, you know, the first year or so that I was doing this, uh, you know, until I started releasing albums and stuff and playing out, uh, you know, public performances and things like that. I established the music and movement thing. I was using a headset. It was an old... uh, I believe it was a Shure headset, basically, and it was one of the bigger ones, kind of like the one that I use in. in if you've seen the recent pictures of uh, of uh, of myself performing, I use something like that again. So basically, the 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 history of what I've used, I started with a more pronounced, uh, more uh, quote unquote heavy duty kind of headset. Uh, and i believe it was a sure headset that i started with and i think i had a sennheiser one even before that so mm-hmm. i had a sennheiser receiver and uh that would plug into the pa uh yeah xlr and um and it was uh, it was it was basically power, you know you 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 required power for the uh, for the receiver so of course i'd have to have something to plug it into i'd have to have electricity um and and then I went from that to a Shure, uh I think it was a PGX-1, PGX-4 uh, wire, wireless systems. Um, and I had a similar, uh, what I actually ended up doing with that is I realized that, you know, okay, you know, we see all these pictures of me with, with the headset on. It's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe it would be better if, if more of my face was showing for expression for the kids, things like that. And I went to um, I don't know if you're familiar with the the company Countryman. Yeah. But uh, yeah. okay. But yeah, they make they make mics for like Broadway plays and things like that. It's basically those flesh-colored, like basically invisible mics. I mean, you can barely see them. You know, so it's cool. It's like you're singing. Uh, you you are using a. a a headset mic, and you are wireless, but you're not you know no you can you can barely see it you know basically so it's it you can see your whole face and all your expression and all that um so I used that actually with a uh with a sure you know everybody has proprietary uh connectors to their you know to their <laughs> body packs and stuff which is which is you know whatever you know it is what it is um so I had one uh that worked with my uh, worked with my, with my Sennheiser unit actually. And so I, you know, I, I'd screw that in, you know, and then so I'd use my Countryman headset, mic, uh, not the more bulky Sennheiser one, uh, with, with that, uh, with that, you know, as part of the wireless system. And, um, that worked out great. The only problem with that one was, you know, they're supposed to be able to take a lot, you know, a lot of, a lot of abuse moving around and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, which is why, you know, a lot of Broadway performers, they use countrymen mics and things like that. But, uh, The thing is, is that it it wasn't, I mean, you know, you do kids concerts and you're really in close quarters and and, in close contact with with kids when you're out there in the crowd and doing all that stuff and you're doing a bunch of uh, interesting movements, you know, (laughs) the ordinary Mm -hmm. and you're taking, you know, in my case, I'm taking off my guitar, putting on my guitar again, uh, you know. You try to you try to keep your your wireless you know wrapped in tight you know and behind your back and and down your shirt and that kind of thing you try to keep things, uh, you know you don't want a, a loop to be hanging out and then you catch it on a chair or on a piece of you know <laughs> something mm-hmm. else and mm-hmm. then it rips your whole thing off you know, <laughs> uh but uh that you know it that's the, that was the drawback of having the countryman is that it was uh, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't that sturdy, and I ended up going through a few cables, and then I ended up going through, like, two or three cables, and the cables themselves were expensive. So, uh, you know, just just because of just wear and tear and because of what I do, you know. So, Mm -hmm. uh, and actually, the other thing I had to do is I would use some of that, uh, you know, they have some special some special tape or you could just use like surgical tape you know the kind of tape that doesn't really stick to your skin i would i would you know secure uh because it's such a skinny you know skinny mic, you know it it, you know i would secure it to my you would hang it over your ear basically you know that's the that's the piece that you hang over your ear and then you would uh i would secure it with a little piece of tape to the side of my cheek kind of thing you know just to Mm -hmm. just to keep it stable you know and and to keep it from any you know less chance of any damage occurring as well but uh um but yeah what ended up happening was you know i'm i'm i need i need something more sturdy again and uh therefore uh i went back to i actually went to uh back to a a regular you know regular size (laughs) kind of heavy duty headset mic with uh with the uh with the foam, you know, pop filter protector kind of thing, yeah, a um, windscreen on it, yeah. Oh yeah, windscreen, yes. Um, yeah, and um, so so that's what I ended up what I ended up going to, and I actually found this out from a, a fellow children's performer here in the Bay Area. We were doing uh, we sh- did some shows together. Uh, in one of the venues that I, I I host like a mommy and me kids club event, and um and uh i said wow hey why aren't you plugging in your receiver, your receiver there <laughs> you know and mm-hmm. and he said well no this is a battery powered it's like completely battery powered so you don't have to plug it in basically you don't need electricity for the receiver unit you know and it's like uh it, they use it for high end uh you know video like like you know when you're when you're recording video in the field and you need uh, high end audio and there's no access to power well then everything needs to be battery powered so this is my final gig here uh, this is my final this is my rig that I've been using uh now for the past several years and I don't think I'm going to be going away from it unless I upgrade to you know better frequency response or better range or whatever but um it's like a Sennheiser EW100 g three um, system and I have two of them, so I have one for my headset mic and one for my guitar uh so and they're identical, but the cool thing about it is you know both the the uh, uh the transmitters and the receiver units are uh they both run off of of two double a batteries and uh and they last you know they last a pretty good long time um and i have- spe- i have batteries i have rechargeable batteries that i use uh that are that are really Really good batteries, and I have a, a charging unit, a charging station, so I don't really waste a lot of batteries, and I don't have to throw away a lot of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I use that, and this has worked the best by far. And you know, to to end on the headset again, uh, I actually found that that using um, using the headset. Uh, you know, more of a regular, uh, traditional headset that's not like transparent and very skinny and all that kind of stuff. It actually helped me, uh, you know, it actually helped me a little bit with my with my performances in in general too because for my solo performances where I use a, I incorporate a character puppet or something like that, um, you know, I'm not a ventriloquist, okay, so <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely not, but I can definitely do voiceovers and I can do character voices and all that kind of stuff. So uh, so it's kind of cool in a way because, you know, that little ball that's in front of your face a little bit, uh, you can, you know, it's angled uh, automatically when I'm, uh, you know, interacting with my puppet kind of draws away from my mouth moving you know i mean it kind of blocks a little bit my mouth moving too so i think that kind of adds to it as well i you know i kind of noticed that after the fact and i'm like well this is cool yeah i think i'll stick with this (laughs) so yeah so that's yeah so that's what i'm using right now um and if you want to know the uh what, what batteries am i using right now um i'm using antsman max e pro double a rechargeable batteries i got them on amazon i have like 16 of them and it's like they uh they have not i've not had to replace one of them i've been using the same batteries for like i don't know three four years and i haven't had to replace one of them so do they have uh, a
1: do they have some sort of an indicator on them to let you know how full they are before you get to the gig or in the, or is that in the charger or do you just like no nope, they've been on
2: for eight hours they're good to go well, for me, I look on the, you know, I look on the transmitter and it has the battery level, but, uh, Oh, okay, but, cool. Yeah. 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 To, so the transmitter of the Sennheiser, you know, I I'm using. So, uh, but I, you know, I have like a, a I think it's a 12 position charging station or whatever. So I put oh, the yeah. batteries on there and, and there's uh you know, it gives you the led kind of red charging indicator. And, uh, and then, uh, and then when they're fully charged just gives me the green light and then i uh, put them in my units and off to show I go <laughs> yeah that's it's cool so and
1: i love i'm i'm the same way where i, I went through a period of searching for gear like it, and it it's like it's always a matter of like well what's the cost what's the benefit and in the end i always get back to durability because if it's yeah. super inexpensive that that's a short term gain but when you need it and it breaks down, that's the big penalty. That's when, you know, that's when you wish you had... Even, even like, warranties are great, but a warranty won't help you halfway through a set. When, exactly, you yeah. Know, when something yeah. goes wrong. So I like the fact that you, you you know, kind of through trial and error and, and listening to peers and things like that, were able to, to find yeah. the rig that you're like, nope, this is it. Unless there's a, you know, a significant upgrade, yeah. I'm good. I'm just like, I'm, I'm good to yeah. know. Just to make sure I understand the uh the physical nature of this because i don't know if you know everyone's familiar with these things but basically so you've got the headset that and there's different ways that they some of them go over the ear and, and like you were saying that that the countryman it goes over the ear but it doesn't go around the back to the other ear does it it doesn't have like a harness
2: for around your whole head yeah it's just one side yeah yeah it's one side right but you and can I you're mean, talking my... about now yeah, my ears kind of funky, so <laughs> I don't I don't know wh- whether it's my ears kind of funky or I just never figured out how to how to mold it right, you know. But uh, mm-hmm. but I could never get it to fit right, so I would always have to use that little tape just to keep it from kind of moving around a little bit. And uh, you know, the, incidentally, there's also a, a a little windscreen on there, and that those little windscreens are are funky because they're so small and if they fall off it's like, well, then all of a sudden you're like Pleh. you know, <laughs> everything's like yeah Pleh. you know, pop popping all over the place and stuff and you're like, what happens? you know, and it's like you look oh <laughs> that little yeah. little windscreen is gone. <laughs> so so that's what uh, and that's a, that's one of the other
1: things that, if you, unless you actually use them for a while, I don't think that you'd think about, but there's things like uh, breathing noises and, and that wind pop. And then there's also, I've read, feedback can be an issue.
0: So at this point, my phone started to kind of break up on my end, uh, but I was curious about feedback. I heard that that could be an issue. So Andy and, and I talked about the feedback. The
2: cool thing about those standard headsets as well, um, you know, with, 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 with the countrymen, and believe me, it's really cool if you really want something to be invisible you don't want this this headset you know on your face and people knowing that you have a headset on your face uh is, I think really good uh and it's excellent quality but uh there's there they have different elements that you can put on the that you can basically uh put on the end they're interchangeable basically and they have different like eq patterns basically uh so you can, you know, choose a flat one or you could choose a sine curve or whatever you want to do, you know, which is, you know, uh highs and lows but uh but dips in the mids, you know, kind of thing. Uh so you can choose all those kinds of things and that helps you depending on what what situation you're in, basically what live situation you're in, what the what what the what the acoustics are and that kind of thing. But uh but with a standard headset, um, I find that I, I don't get a lot of feedback, you know, especially if you got that windscreen on there, you know, it may look a little bit bulky, but it's, it's like, you know, it's, but it's not like you're wearing like some old, like 1970s, like, uh, air traffic control. No, it's not that big, you know, it's, it's not gonna, not that ridiculous, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty small, you know, considering, but, um, but what I do also is I tend to be cognizant of where my, you know, if I'm setting up a PA, I'm bringing my own PA kind of thing, I'm, I'm definitely cognizant of, uh, you know, where I'm going to be and if I'm going to be walking in front of the speaker that I set up or whatever or anybody's PA speaker, you know, if I'm going to a gig that already has their PA system and engineer or whatever. Um, you know, it always tends to work better when the speaker's above <laughs> above mm-hmm. you if possible, you know, uh out of yeah. the line of uh out of the you know uh yeah line of sight I guess you could say from from where you're yeah, actually singing to that speaker because obviously that's what can produce the feedback. But um you know, relatively speaking I don't have much uh I haven't had much feedback problems at all with uh, uh particularly with my new uh you know, my new Sennheiser headset. Um, I haven't had any problems with that uh, and also uh, I haven't had much problems with my guitar <clears throat> my guitar feeding back or anything like that because sometimes you can get that low sound hole feedback kind of thing and
1: uh, I've heard that that's an issue but having not played with the wireless at all it's like well how big of an issue actually is it and so it's good to hear that if it, it can be a, you know you can overcome it with and I know with Eq settings especially that's that's usually the easiest thing, the easiest fix for that sort of feedback is just to find that frequency and drop it. Because it's usually yes. just
2: one frequency that's getting pegged. Yeah, you notch it out if you can. I mean, you know, small PA systems, I mean, you know, uh, simple PA systems, you can't really, you know, I mean, you got, what, you know, highs, mid, lows, if you're lucky, you know, right? But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but uh, that's the other thing that I do. That's what i found with my... Uh, with these kinds of headsets, uh, you know the, the the headsets that I speak of, you know, um, connected to PA, you know, the, the channel that I that I have it connected through, it, I'm I put, you know, I I, I I invariably I put the lows down. I just I set the lows down in general because it tends to be uh, tend to be a little boomy, you know, it tend to be mm-hmm. a little muddy, that kind of thing. It clears it up a little bit when you can take the lows you know the low frequencies down a bit and actually if there is a uh, on the on the mixer if you have you know like a high pass you know like a filter basically that drops drops those low lows you know the rumbly lows that you don't use in your voice anyway uh you definitely want to pop that in too you know and if it's a if it's a really bright system that you have no control over uh, I dial back to highs obviously a little bit just to keep the <laughs> you know just to keep those so like, you know, oh, oh yeah. I don't know, 1K, 2K. I don't know. Um, but um, a little of that, I think, that's also contributes to why I don't have much, you know, many feedback problems uh, and things yeah. like that. Uh, even working at band gigs where you have wedge monitor at you, you know, staring at you. Uh, yeah, you, know, you have the engineer knows what they're doing too. That 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 helps out a lot. So, because uh, oh, yeah. they know how to right, they know how to notch out what yeah. they have already they've already eq'd the room for the room or for the space. You know, so uh, mm-hmm. and then it's just kind of tweaking each uh, tweaking each uh, input, basically tweaking each instrument or each uh, mic. A
1: couple of the things I was thinking about. You always were I wear a hat. Like that's my character on stage. I always wears the kind of a cowboy hat. It's not actually a cowboy hat, but it's a big hat. And you wear a baseball yes, cap for most of your performances. And so there's you don't have any problem putting that head the headset on around your ear and also wearing a hat at the same time.
2: They it, it fits comfortably. I yeah it it fits comfortably. Uh, I don't you know I don't have any problems with it. Um, and it's uh, but of course I put on the headset first and then I put on. The- <laughs> So I mean that, that kind of that's kind of the, the direct that's kind of the order you know that works best uh-huh. as far as like you know making it comfortable for you and uh and, and that kind of thing. Uh My my particular headset it has a little you know it has also a little clip. Uh, but it's a detachable clip it's it actually detaches pretty easily just so that you don't rip off your entire headset you know if if for some oh. reason the clip removes from the wire or it gets you know it it will detach from the wire before just pulling your whole headset off your face you know kind of thing oh good so uh, so yeah it's a little snap off kind of thing you know, but at the same time that takes a little getting used to uh what I do is I put my headset um in the- in the in the connector I put it down my back. You know, I'll 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 clip it uh like if I have it on the right side of my head basically. I you know, I have it over my right ear, I'll uh, I'll take the wire and I'll actually guide it over to the left side and I clip it on the left side of my back the back of my collar, basically, you know, of my of mm-hmm. my T shirt. And it's always a tie dye T shirt now. And so <laughs> So yeah, t shirt. With a guitar. Yeah,
1: and, yep, front and back. Yeah, yeah that's totally cool. Yeah.
2: And then and then I'll and then I'll guide it down my back on the inside because otherwise you know it can get it can start rolling around with your guitar strap and it's just, it just becomes a big oh, mess. Yeah. But uh, but uh, so I do that and then put the uh, the receiver I clip to my to my left pocket on my shorts or my pants and then I just connect it you know connect the wire from uh, that's that's down my back now uh, just uh-huh. connected there on the left side. So yeah. and your back
1: pocket you put the you put that in. Uh, clip it into your back pocket
2: I actually put it in my front pocket because with me I do so much sitting down and standing up too you know it it, it kind of it can mess with everything really uh I've 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 tried all sorts of different things but it what works best for me is just clipping it on the front pocket but just on the side you know on the side of that front pocket basically on the left side uh with Mm -hmm. my with my actual headset on the right side so um I don't know it, it just I don't know why it works better that way for me, but that's just what I found. Uh, I have less problems with So,
1: right. And you're you're uh, right-handed? You play guitar right-handed?
2: Yes, I'm I'm left-handed, but I play guitar right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. Okay. It's oh, weird. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. That's well, that's cool. Yeah. Because I was trying to I was I'm visualizing it in my head. It's like, well, yeah, where does the guitar strap go? Where does that cable go down your shirt? Where, does, you know, just trying to figure out cuz I mean, I I jump around and I move my guitar a lot and you know, I get really active and sweaty and work out and stuff when i'm performing and so there you go. any yeah. extra any extra bit of gear that i'm going to attach to my body I, I would have to make sure that it's away from little fingers that might want to you know grab it if i'm t- if you know too to get curious
2: and that's another good reason for kind of uh and w- what i have to do too is actually i'll wrap uh, um i don't know what do they call it ravel it a little bit uh, it's like towards the bottom there you don't you don't want excess wire hanging out basically, of mm-hmm. course, you know, especially if you're like, you don't want this big old loop of, of wire uh, hanging out from the bottom of your shirt to the, you know, uh, uh, the input of the uh, transmitter that you've got in your, uh, you know, clipped to your pocket. Uh, because uh-huh. I, that's happened to me before, too, Is is like you trip over it or a kid grabs it. <laughs> Or something. Uh-huh. And then, you know next thing you know you got whiplash no i got whiplash but but your headset flies off or something or it, it just tears you know that's the other reason why countrymen mics are not necessarily the uh, for me it wasn't the best choice uh you know because th- those things can happen so so yeah so i actually try to uh, wrap it up a little bit too you know and then I'd connect it mm-hmm. with a little uh, just kind of tie it with a, either a zip tie or a, or something like that, just to uh, so that there's no slack, you know, not too much slack, and not nothing that it can get uh, caught up on, you know, while you're running yeah. past whatever, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you get uh, top three tips and tricks tricks for for somebody who's just jumping into this.
2: Well, gosh, I see, the thing is that I, I I've stayed with my equipment for the most part, you know, for so long that that I don't know what you know i don't have specifics of what to get out there you know to like i don't even know what the equivalent of my current setup is but i know cuz i know the setup's pretty old i mean relatively speaking i'm sure they've up you know they have <laughs> much better versions of this now the price point can be like you know what like 300 to like say 800 or 900 or something mm-hmm. like that you know mm-hmm. um and I've been able, you know, and I've been able to justify paying what I paid for it, you know. Yeah, the the system, both of my systems, because of it, they're completely battery powered, and 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 uh, you know, both sides basically, you know, they're like I don't know, eight hundred something like that, right, eight hundred or so. Mm-hmm. Um, that might not necessarily be something that somebody who's just starting out would want to like you know maybe maybe they don't have a lot of money like i didn't have when i was starting Mm -hmm. out you know if you can get an entry level you know it's just it's just convenience basically uh having a fully battery powered you know system and that's what i uh that's what i got out of it because it's like no matter what situation you're in uh if there's not you know if you're at this festival, that's not necessarily the, the you know the most well run as far as like the stage goes and and people kind of know what they're doing or, or everybody's like you know taking up all the available channels and it's like a real small mix or all that kind of stuff and and mm-hmm. there's a there's a there's a you know there's a power strip but that power strip is is either faulty or it's not you know or or you know they have to figure out how to unplug something to, f- to plug your stuff in uh, you don't you can bypass that whole thing if you're completely bad battery-powered obviously so just okay here just give me here here's the xlr connector um you know don't have to plug it in just just plug in the actual connector to the to the channel and we're good but a lot of people go with sure a lot of people go with 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 sennheiser i mean any of that stuff you know there's i think there's even like uh some of the new uh, you know Fender Yamaha passport stuff uh, some of the lesser brand like the Anchor Anchor uh wireless things and, you know some of their those small PA systems actually come with their own wireless
3: and,
2: and in a lot of cases i think nowadays there's there are entry level kind of uh PA systems that i mean there's even battery powered stuff too you know but uh, uh if you want to get decent you know where you can play any kind of venue you want to uh, wireless systems, you know, you 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 maybe want to go with a Bose system or something like that, but that stuff is totally expensive. So, oh yeah, <laughs> so oh yeah, um, I would suggest is maybe looking into and en- you know kind of entry level, either Fender Passport series, Yamaha, I think Stage Pass, you know, stuff like that, you know, uh, systems that are kind of self-contained. Have their own mics, and and if you want to, you know, maybe one that has a headset mic option, um, or you just get a decent, you know, this is and this is for pers. I think this is I, I'm talking about uh, from a perspective of somebody who does mostly solo performances, mm-hmm. right? Because you're bringing, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't need a huge PA system. You just need a dependable PA system uh, that has enough enough inputs to give you, uh, you know, to you know, for your maybe your your voice, your guitar and uh, tracks you know like from iPad or mobile device or whatever you know so that's that's kind of where I'm coming from on that you know if you could get a package deal that you trust you can you can do that or just get like i said a, a get a decent PA system and then get uh, one of the entry level uh, either Sure systems or Sennheiser or something like that you know that's kind of what mm-hmm. that's kind of where i'm i'm at as far as that stuff but obviously that's because uh i have the most experience with these uh with these uh, companies uh, uh, products. So, uh, Mm -hmm. but, but they are, uh, they
1: are good. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for taking time to uh, chat with me about this and just you, you're doing this full-time now. Is this your full-time gig being a children's musician pretty much?
2: Yes, this is, uh, I think this is like my 18th year as this being my full-time gig, which is, uh, which is pretty crazy. And, um, Uh, you know being able to live still live here uh, it's 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 outrageous here it's just gotten ridiculous Uh, (laughs) i'm 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 born and raised in the san francisco bay area but uh it's only gotten exponentially just everything is more expensive and it's 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 increasingly tougher to be a working musician uh and not have to you know move out of state or move out of town or whatever you know i'm just blessed Mm -hmm. that i that i have uh, a good situation here and that i am working enough to be (laughs) that working musician who doesn't have to necessarily leave town you know on the next train
1: um if you were going to pick one song that you do live with the wireless uh, microphone technology
2: that you couldn't do otherwise which song would you pick Well, there's a lot of them because a lot of my songs are quote-unquote kid interactive music and movement songs. Uh, I would say either pumpkin Patch or Camping Song Uh, just because, you know, a lot of those uh, those songs, even if I'm playing, even if it's a band gig and I'm playing electric guitar, I'm still hopping around, I'm jumping around, I'm skipping around. In a song like Camping Song, you know, uh, I talk about – Spinning around and around and around, and I'm actually going around and around and around, and that obviously doesn't work with a conventional microphone. So <laughs> <laughs> unless I tape, unless I duct taped it to my forehead or something. Well, again, yeah. thank you for your time today,
1: and uh, I, hope, I hope our our paths cross in the future. And uh, where's the best way to uh, to
2: to hook up with you? Well, website andyz.com, because then you can get to anywhere else you want to go uh, from there. Also, there's uh, YouTube. And YouTube Andy Z. Basically, if you do that, uh, enter it in, or uh, you put YouTube forward slash Andy in Andyland, uh, you'll go directly to my YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, and I usually tell people for us, and I think yours is the same way. Just go to the website; that's easy, and then find look for the low, the icons and click on them. That's, follow, click on yeah. follow, click on follow, and you're done. That's the easiest. That's, that's exactly it. it. Well, thanks, Andy. Z. Have cool. a great time in Andy Z land, and we'll be uh, we'll be
2: catching up with you later. Okay yeah thanks so much for having me there
1: you go a
0: really fun conversation with uh our new buddy andy z down in the bay area a performer who's been doing it for 18 years did you hear that like up to 300 shows a year sometimes just phenomenal to think about holy cow the amount of effort that that would take just to not only pull off the gigs but to line up all those gigs and then the whole back end oh my gosh the contracts and the invoicing i mean it must be crazy but if it's what you love and it's what you do do it well, right? I liked some of the information that he was able to share too. You know, I went online and I looked at the uh, Countryman rigs and things like that. And, and you could see that they have that, it is it is kind of a small, pretty delicate looking around the ear type system for, for holding it on. So his suggestion of using surgical tape or something like that to attach to your face, just to just to make sure it doesn't get all wobbly on you. But that, that was really cool. I'm still one of those People who probably would want to go with a little bit more of a robust setup, even if it means covering up a bit of my face a bit more, just to make sure that the quality of the headset wasn't going to bounce around too much. Those things are really important to me. Maybe a little bit more important to me as a performer than the visuals of of, of how it looks. Like I, I'd rather make sure that it works really well. But you know, it's different for every performer, depending on what where you're where you're at and and uh, who your audience is and. And how it's uh, and how it's going to work out for you one of the things that got dropped from this conversation uh with uh, andy z was the fact that all of these units have mute buttons so you can turn them off at some point you know if you're you're you don't need to be mic'd live the whole time you don't want to do one of those uh naked gun going to the bathroom situations with your mic hot you know, at least I, I wouldn't want to. That's where I go when I think about it. I'm like, can I turn this thing off to make sure that doesn't happen? <laughs> My own anxiety when it comes to, to, to that sort of thing. So anyway, big thanks to Andy Z for coming on, explaining some of this technology to us, giving some of his tips and tricks on how to use the gear, how to set it up, what to look for, things like that. So be sure to go over to andyz.com. Check out his videos, especially the live videos. See what he does. See how he, he uses the wireless gear to help enable him to get in there with the kids, perform songs, and that sort of thing. And speaking of, let's go ahead and listen to The Camping Song off of Camp Andyland by Andy Z. And uh, as you listen to this, you can hear in some of the lyrics that there's some very specific instruction for dance, for kids, spinning around, that sort of thing. I think that if you know and you're confident that when it comes to performance, that you'll be able to get out there with the kids and instruct them on what to do, clapping hands or waving arms or whatever, that it also frees you up a little bit as a songwriter to write more interactive songs and getting the kids moving. Man, that's that's totally what it's about, isn't it? All right, so here we go. The Camping Song by Andy Z.
3: Grab your we're camping today. Ranger dude leading the way. He says he knows the perfect place to stay. Follow me. A wood is pecking and a blue jay squawking. I don't know what they're saying, but I know they're talking. We're putting up the tents, and then we get to play. Hey, and we'll be Running, climbing banana slugs but you know we really shouldn't lick the little dudes it's not good for them. besides they taste hecka nasty huh? <laughs> i hear a buzz hey what's that racket well dude that's just a yellow jacket you're gonna wear it when it keeps on buzzing around and around and around and around and I no, a- no it's not a real jacket dude it, it's kind of like a bee that eats your food see huh? that's okay cause i'm all through anyway well, let's go play and now we're running by Some banana slugs, oh. When the sun goes down, we'll build a fire, make some s'mores for And those banana slugs. Whoa! Oh, get them off, get them off, get them off!
0: Okay, and there it was. The camping song. Could totally follow that. There's swimming activities, climbing activities, running activities, all of these things. Pretty cool. So that's it for this podcast of Cowboy Andy's Barn Banter. Thanks for tuning in. Hop on over to CowboyAndy.com if you haven't already. Give us a like. Follow us. Send me messages. And I'm sure that a lot of you out there probably use this equipment and have your own stories to share. I would love to hear that. I think I'll probably do a mailbox feature in this whole thing someday where you circle back and, and, and catch up on some of these things so, so any feedback would be de- and delightful and yes again once again i'm getting played off my deep own deep podcast hi And cuddles, and we all like playing games. We all like to be hugged and loved, tucked in our beds at night, tall or small.